Hey there, Why Though listeners, Tiffany here. Today's episode in our Throwback Thursday series is all about cheese boards. Real talk, this is my favorite episode we've ever recorded, and it still slaps. Enjoy! Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. This week is going to be so good because it's summertime. Summer vibes are on and popping. And we thought what we would talk to you about today is why cheese boards are life though. Now, some of you might be unable to eat cheese. And for this, we apologize. However, there's going to be some hospitable things that are available to you in this podcast. So just hang in there with us. We're going to give you some great ideas for summer, even if you have to eat vegan cashew cheese. Okay. We've got some great ideas and vibes for you. So, Tiffany, let's talk about cheese boards. I want to know, when you put one together, what are your cheese boards like? What must be on your cheese board every time you do one? All right. We have a hard cheese. We have a soft cheese. Mm-hmm. We have two kinds of nuts. Usually, one of the nuts are the Marcona almonds from Trader Joe's, the truffle or rosemary, mm-hmm. and then usually a hazelnut yep. or cashew or something else. Um, Mm. I'm not super into regular almonds on my cheese board. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm just sick of them and we eat regular almonds all the time. Right. Um, It's like a torture snack. That's what that is. It's like, this is kind of healthy. I'll eat this with some apples. Right. So we really try to, (laughs) but it's usually two nuts, soft cheese, hard cheese, always, always pickles. Always. Mm. We love pickles. Interesting. Oh yeah. Those little baby cornicons. Is that how you say them? Cornichons? Cornichons. Mm -hmm. The little tiny ones? Yeah. Little tiny ones from the Trader Joe's. Baby pickles. Baby pickles. <laughs> um, I love to use a little pita crackers from Trader Joe's, or if I'm really those are fancy, so good, I will get the garlic naan, pop it in the oven for two minutes, mm. and then do little wedges of those. Always mm. hummus in the middle, a pepper jelly, mm. and I love the pepper jelly. sauce, which is a Yemeni sauce, a really nice green sauce, it's a little mm. spicier. Um, a pesto if I have it on hand, but I more often have the Yemeni sauce than the, than the pesto. Mm. As well as three different kinds of cured meats, which I always buy a trio pack like every week. So we right. always have that. Easy. Smoked salmon and rainbow carrots, grape tomatoes, peppers. Um, I feel like that about covers it for me. And it's always mm. a variation of that. So... Again, a hard cheese, soft cheese. So that might be a brie, that might be a roquefort, that might be an aged cheddar. Um, mm. They're very interchangeable. And um, I recently discovered that you do this as well, but we do a cheese board um, as a dinner once a week. 100%. And the kids very much look forward to it. And Jericho usually takes a hand in setting that up, and he's very excited about that. Oh my gosh, that's so stinking fun. Also, I'm surprised at the amount of vegetables that are on your cheese board. Oh yeah. Wow. So we so rarely do vegetables on a cheese board, except for every now and then I got a hankering for um, some cucumbers, but that's only because I really love pepper jack cheese or some type of spicy cheese and the cucumber totally cools it off. Yeah. So I'm all the way into that. Also, pepper jelly is one of my favorite things. It's a Southern staple. Oh, is it really? Pepper jelly. Oh, yeah. Pepper jelly, cream, and cream cheese on a cracker is like, that's some Southern love right there. I mean, that is just fully Southern love. 
So I love Toscano cheese. That's necessary always. I like the one from Trader Joe's that's soaked in wine and the one that's soaked in black pepper. Heaven on earth. And then always pepper salami, necessary. And I like the honey sesame almonds. Have you had those? Honey sesame? Mm, yes, yes, so I have. I've apples. seen them. And they have they have the honey sesame cashews too. Yes, yes, yes. I've yes, they're delicious. So that's very good next to the apples. And then, of course, um, I love those long... Have you seen the salami sticks? I mean, let's get salami real about it. Sticks. They're basically just beef jerky, but tiny nah, and man. cute. No, man. No. I vote so no good. on that. Oh, I'm into it. If you if it was kosher to put beef jerky on top of your um, cheese plate, I would totally do it because I love beef jerky so much. <laughs> yeah, that's not co- you know, listeners. Oh, it's so she's good. She, we don't. I, th- why though? As a whole, does not endorse that. I we agree. I do. I it it shouldn't be done, but it is done in our household. I love it so much. I also just recently found out that there is an influencer job available for people who can put together beautiful cheese boards. Like they're actually giving people jobs to do this what? for Instagram shots. Can you believe oh that? Goodness. So maybe Jericho would like to. Um, I, think like to <laughs> I think he'd like to apply. He'd like to apply. We also use cheese boards at nearly every event we throw if we're having a dinner at our house if we are throwing a baby shower if we are putting together a wedding shower or a birthday party you can best believe there's a cheese board there come on six boards in our house what Uh uh-huh we have six cheese boards i need to get another cheese board. we do we have so many Um, you have six we totally do we have six boards and i have one that's like los angeles it has all of the different neighborhoods in los angeles you can (gasps) see them and then we have a new york one Totally. It's a Manhattan board that has all the neighborhoods listed on top of the cheese board. So that's super fun. And then we have other wood ones. One has our Abercrombie name on it. I mean, we were just doing the most. You you are like PhD level cheese we boarding. Are. I had, really I'm are. like, I'm like got my associates at a community college <laughs> with my cheese board. <laughs> Yes, I've made cheese boards that feed like 50 people. But you have too. Whoa. You guys do almost sip. Yeah. You have that no, gorgeous cheese board. Yeah. Oh, it's so stunning. So you know what you're doing too. I also, I failed to mention, we are all about apples and cukes on our cheese right. board as well. The little Persian ones are it, our favorite. They just pull the palate. They really Us, do. Me, me too. That's what we get. The Persian ones are so good. Oh, I love them. And They're if you're going to do an apple, sweeter. I highly recommend like a pink lady or a honey crisp. Yes. Just because it will really cleanse your palate. Yes. Um, one of the great things about cheese boards is if you're not a cook like myself, mm-hmm. cheese boards are such a great way to be able to feed your people and feed the people you love, whether it's friends or your family, and really put something forward that's beautiful yeah. and extremely nourishing <laughs> due to the heavy fat content. Right. <laughs> that's Worth why it. I throw the carrots on top. <laughs> um but they really can just make a time. And often, if we have people coming over for dinner, um, we usually try to have a cheese board out before dinner is served. If we're still milling around the kitchen getting dinner ready, that's one way that we can nosh on something and chat and have the music playing while we're all together. But um, they really are so great. And I think I I personally believe a board is so versatile because it you don't is. have to do just cheese. A, a really popular thing that I've been seeing on the Pinterest is breakfast boards. So we'll Ooh. have smoked salmon, a big dollop of cream cheese, different Whoa. kinds of bagels, um, you know, some hard-boiled eggs on it, different kinds of mustards and different things like that. So kind of a build your board. And the best book I own, if you do not have this, Ashley, I would be very shocked, but we can get it for you if need be. It's called Platters and Boards. I picked it up at a cute little shop in, I think I was in Manhattan Beach. 
And it is just gives you so many ideas about different cheese boards because inherently they're very expensive to, to, to put on. But if you have this stuff all the time, like I, when I am putting together a cheese board, I'm not buying extra things besides the cured meat. All those things I have on hand. So then I'm just throwing it all together. But you, you know what I mean, though? They can be expensive. Yes. But, but worth you, it. But totally worth it. Yeah. And if you're having some of those things on hand, it's nice to be able to throw a quick meal together. I agree. I feel like one thing I love about the board, and I think that's part of why we wanted to do this, is because it just represents this opportunity to connect together. Like it's this big shared thing that you do and everybody's sort of picking and choosing and grabbing things and you can go back to it for seconds and thirds. You can stand Mm -hmm. around the cheese board. You can sit around the cheese board. And I feel like it just does this thing with gathering that is really, really important. It's just conducive to a lovely flow of hospitality. Oh, yeah. And that's personally why I really love a good cheese board. I just... it feels very connective to me. I love it. I, I remember the first time I ever had one. I was with a dear friend, and I had an internship in London. And I was fresh out of college, and I loved living over there. And we went to the park and packed a picnic. And I had never done the, like, go sit in a beautiful English garden park and pack a picnic and just chat the afternoon away. But once I started, I have not been able to stop. It's lovely. <laughs> um, and she pulled out all these beautiful things, beautiful cheeses that I had never tried, mm. all these soft cheeses that I had never had, pate and all these mm. different things. And that's one thing we add to our cheese board once in a while when we're really feeling that. that's fancy. fancy. Right. You know what's funny, though? Pate in England and obviously especially in France, it's like something you would find at like a 7-Eleven Quickie Mart. Like it's just an everywhere oh, thing. No it's just a, oh, no way. Oh, yeah. The that's pate wild. aisle is like huge. There's so many options. Oh, my god! So many options. It's amazing. We also have a pineapple flavored cream cheese. So you know what? You give some, you take some. You just that's have true. to go with the You're flow. right. You're right. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. That's accurate. Uh, not that I endorse pineapple cream cheese. I don't. I don't really like it. But, um, but I do there's like just walnut so many... cream cheese, though. I'll have that. Walnut I'll have that on cream my bagel. cheese. It's delicious. That sounds good. So good. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of these beautiful things laid out and just the idea of stopping and taking time for each other yeah. and being able to enjoy the simple things and being able to just savor the moment. I think that there was something so beautiful about just gathering with her and none of us cooked. We both showed up and just got to chat and be ourselves and dream together and talk about what was working and what was not and what was special to us and what was hard. And it always really stuck out in my memory because of that board Mm. and being able to do that. And so I think even now when I set a cheese board, whether it's for my children or whether it's for friends, this idea to bring yourself to the table and to connect. And I think the summer is just the perfect time to make time to do that. So we highly recommend, obviously we're silly and talking about cheese boards and what we love on our cheese boards, but there really is something to it. As Ashley said, this idea that it really is such an easy level playing field to come and gather. It really is. What's your favorite thing about gathering in the summertime? I think eating al fresco, being able to eat outside and right. um, not have so people fun. crowding in your kitchen. And I don't feel as much pressure to have my house spotless. Right, because um, you're not in it, right? Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like, oh, come through the back gate and I'll mm-hmm. have everything set outside and music playing. And mm-hmm. I'll have the little waiting pool that I got for $15 at Fred Meyer right. out for the kids to splash so in. And, um, and we can just live our best lives. So I will say, though. There is just so much room to be creative in the summer of yeah. what we can call a dinner, you know, like 
just totaling a bunch of stuff and throwing on a platter. Truly, do you know <laughs> what I exactly mean? It. Like, oh, yes. that's dinner. Like you said, you always have chips and salsa totally. on hand. You always have these things. Yep. Pop it out, and you're yep. like, oh, the important things about being with people. I agree. And in the summertime, I'm not as into like sit down meals. Like I, I enjoy the process of snacking all day because it's just too hot. That could be just because in New York, you feel like it's sweltering. But I know there are other parts of the country who are dealing with this exact same thing right now and maybe totally. around the world as well. But it is the humidity is no joke. It's going to be 100 degrees this weekend here. So yeah, one of the things I love about summer gathering is also being able to go to the park, like just taking a big blanket or going to the beach and taking a big blanket and sitting down and having a bunch of snacks and hanging out, whether it's by water or maybe an outdoor movie or just whatever might be happening in the summer. I really enjoy that. Um, It feels like just a lighter opportunity to gather. You know, people want to just talk about silly things and laugh together. And that just feels lighter and fresh to me. I enjoy it so much. When you think about what makes up a life, just a string of days, Mm. it's sweet to know that you can look back on those simple, savored moments and think, this is my life. You know, and those are often the moments we capture on film. So when you look back at the highlight reel, you think, this was a beautiful year. This was a beautiful summer. Look back at all the things we did. Look back at all the laughs we had and all the the fun things we did. Uh, I think there's just something so beautiful to that. I really, really, really do. I do. I like summertime. Summertime's good. I will say, uh, as I've talked about many times on why though, (laughs) about my um, aversion to camping, we did just get back from a quasi, we'll call it a faux camping trip, where my husband and kids and I, we all stayed in a little Airbnb and we drove to the campsite each day. Which I don't know why we're even talking about the campsite because we need to talk about your one shoulder bathing suit. Like that's actually the most important thing that happened on this trip is that one shouldered ruffle situation that you had going on. It was kind of everything. Here's the best part about that, y'all. I got that at the TJ Maxx. It was Michael Kors, 140 something. And I got it for $14.99. And it's pink and white striped, one shoulder. I felt very Italian sitting out there. Like I'd be sitting one of those striped umbrellas at the Amalfi Coast. But I was in Wenatchee, in, which is a, more of a desert with a little lake. And I loved it. And Wenatchee it was so sounds great. nothing like Amalfi, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Native land, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, you win that one for sure. It doesn't sound like it. But mm-hmm. I was just living my best mm-hmm. life out there. And we were having... You know, just feeding our whole big crew. I think there was about 15 of us and making meals together and eating outside. And I attempted to do a cheese board one night and it turned into a salad. I literally just threw everything in a bowl because <laughs> so I couldn't oh figure out a flat surface to put it on. I was right. like, I overthought this for a campsite to try to do a cheese board. I'm sure somebody has accomplished it, but I did not. Well, that's but what even- people do when they're wearing a, a one shoulder bathing suit. They try to do a cheese board at a at a um, campsite. That sounds right to me, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so me in a nutshell. I that totally, is legit me in a nutshell. <laughs> Trying to bring my fancy pants ways totally. up to the campsite. 100%. Oh my gosh. I love that about oh, you. Oh, we had so much fun though. We read and just ate together and laughed together and gathered around the fire together and the kids had s'mores. And But going back to the idea of gathering, it was just so precious. And then after dinner, most nights we would go out and play kickball and 
Um, it was just so, so, so fun. So we just encourage you that, you know, the world is crazy and we've talked about neighborliness a couple weeks back. And I think we can practice that by gathering, um, every summer. In fact, one of the ways that we practice that here in our neighborhood is we have a, at the end of the cul-de-sac, we have a potluck that's coming up here in a couple weeks. We do it every year. And we do it on National Night Out, which is obviously throughout the country, coming up in August. So fun. And it is yeah. so sweet to just get out. And, and we loved it so much that we're now going to do a winter one and kind of rotate homes. Um, oh, but it's just that. this beautiful idea to get together with each other and shoot the breeze and break bread and be with one another, whether we agree on something or whether we don't, whether we yeah. are for each other's you know, visions and understandings and values or we aren't. Yeah. Um, it's a good time to connect. I really love that. You know, one of the things we hear about so often is um, people struggling with loneliness, you know, and I was thinking about how the UK recently hired a minister of loneliness. Oh, yeah. And I was really impressed by that thinking, man, that it is becoming an epidemic. I don't know if it's the digital world where we're more connected than we've ever been. And at the same time, people are experiencing loneliness and isolation to degrees that they've never experienced it before. And so I think that one thing we could do, like a solid step we could each take is how can we be the gatherers? You know, maybe you're in need of going to a gathering you need someone to invite you to something so then maybe you could just host something like be brave invite a few co-workers or find a few folks who are in your neighborhood and be brave and host something so that people can gather because we all have the opportunity to curb loneliness and we all have the opportunity to reach across the aisle to people and just say hey let's get together what are you doing after work do you want to hang do you want to spend some time together can you want to grab a coffee on our lunch break or whatever it might be for you after mommy and me take a few people and go do whatever you do or maybe you're on your college campus break like connect with others because I think one of the ways that we could practice gathering and practice something as silly as a cheese board make it so meaningful is by by fighting loneliness together like finding ways to gather giving people opportunities to go places where they can um, be seen be known where they can laugh where they can be touched like I think about people there's so many folks who just like don't get hugged on a day-to-day basis You know, like think about the power of touch and you think about the power of welcome and you think about the power of encouragement and all that can happen around the table, around something as silly as a cheese board. (laughs) Around something as silly as a cheese board. Also, we want to know what your cheese boards look like. So feel free to hashtag why though podcast because I need to know. I need Uh to know what is on We really do. Give me some yes, new we're ideas. Still, all of your ideas. I'm not saying I'm in a rut because I'm pretty creative with my cheese boards, but I'm always open to new ideas. True. And even though I have a PhD, I'm still learning. So. Oh my same. gosh, you guys! She's next. She, how many boards again? Twelve? Six. Six? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends has one. I kid you not. It's three feet long. No way! Those are my yeah. favorite. Like a long wood one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love those so much. And you know what we put on them? We did. Um, we did street tacos, like shrimp, shrimp, like lime. Oh, that's so shrimp, awesome. Street, street tacos and then a bunch of like chips and mm. salsa all around it. It was amazing. It was so good. Heaven. Event. Yeah, super oh great. Um, but going back to the loner culture, I think that this height of loner culture, as they're calling, as the experts are calling it, um, where even, you know, on Amazon, dishware is now sold one knife one fork one spoon one plate no one way bowl, one cup you can buy just a one person pack wow. versus like a four you know you used to be That's they were in packs of four or packs of six or packs or eight you can buy just a one pack and not for a child oh. you know you can sometimes see the ones with lightning mcqueen on sure, it i'm not totally. talking about that <laughs> but ones for adults mm. 
um, in this idea of that, you know, cooking for one or, uh, you know, I mean, Trader Joe, we, as much as Ashley and I love the TJs, you know, you see how mm-hmm. everything is packaged for one person, which when you're single, shopping at Trader Joe is like the best thing ever because you actually totally will eat all is. the things and nothing's going to go bad. But um, this idea of going outside yourself and I have just finished up a little crossover here, but I just finished up reading a bunch of books on the Enneagram. Uh, really focused a lot on that this summer and reading about that and um, preparing to share that with some gals in my world. Yeah. And one of the things it talked about is just this idea of energy management for each number, each type, and how some of us, we're just maybe naturally more extroverted. Some of us, we so enjoy our privacy because it is a little bit more draining or we don't feel like we have what it takes to engage people. But all yeah. of us, no matter who we are, require connection and so much healing comes in connection how many times have you been going through something crazy and you're like the sky is falling and then people walk in for dinner or pizza night or a cheese board or whatever and you start chatting and you start chatting about life and then all of a sudden you're like i can do this totally i can live my life like it's gonna be okay like we're all in this together i mean literally the neurons that are firing things change in your brain in your heart in your mind in your body when you connect with others when you are reminded that you are not alone in your own life and that you can connect with other people and that you can truly make it because you have sweet relationships and cheese boards are a great way to do that i'm just saying i'm just saying it's a That's great 100% way accurate yes to meet the goal you know who's the queen of cheese boards tell me it's Shauna Nequist. It's so true. Well, I mean, it's gosh, her, I think it was her second book, right? Was Bread and Butter? Bread and Wine. Bread and Wine. <laughs> that's right. Sorry. I had to brain somewhere else. What was the first one? Cold Tangerines. Cold, and then there's Bittersweet. Bittersweet. Yeah. So all of her amazing food books and stories. I'm like, yeah. I love you. Yeah. She's fabulous oh. at the cheese board. She is. I mean, even she was, I remember listening to podcasts where she was interviewed about cheese boards and her answers were so complex and detailed and wonderful. Ugh. That I was just oh like, I was drooling. I think I was doing ab crunches and I just started drooling, like <laughs> listening to it. I was like, this is delicious. You have three kinds of olives on hand at all times. It's genius. Like, <laughs> it's so great. We love Shauna, you, if you're listening, we love we you. We just want to say thank you yes. for your cheese board geniusness. 100%. <laughs> and if you're not following Shauna on Instagram, please follow her. She's a very such good an encouraging follow. follow. And now she's and in she, New York. She's she rep- is in New York. She's repping NYC now. Do you run into her all the time? Of course you do. I sure don't. I wish I did. <laughs> I would totally take selfies and everyone would know. I mean, right? <laughs> right. Isn't that great? <laughs> all right. Why the listeners are charged to you is make a cheese board. I don't care if it's American yes. craft singles with your hot exactly. dog. You cut it That's up right. and make it look and like it's salami. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you say pepperoni, I say hot dog. This shows my community college cheese boardness. In your PhD level, you just assumed You're they welcome. had pepperoni. That's you assume right. I did. I did assume, and I'm assuming I, they've got S bar beef hot dogs. See, well, I'm ass- not really I, beef. I, I believe that people can do better. I believe. Do you hear that? We can. We can do better here, people. <laughs> All we right. love you, why the listeners? We really do. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you next week.